0: The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Alright, we're going to be looking into the Word this morning and continue from where we left off. And I trust that the Word of God will inspire faith. So we're going to look at our vision statement once again. And we'll dig into it. And um, if we can, we'll look at how... God guides us. Amen. All right, let's look at our localized vision statement. It says, As we preach the full message of this new life. On the 5th of April 1996, I was in a camp meeting in Lagos. And while we're worshiping, the Lord spoke to me and he said, preach the full message of this new life. Acts 5.20 NIV. Now, that was the day I was commissioned. I knew exactly what I was called to do. It says, go and send in a temple course, he said, and tell the people. The word here is Laos, L-A-O-S. It means peoples. The full message of this new life. God was saying that he has called us to reach all people. Say all people. That means every people group is supposed to be reached by this commission. Amen? All right. Now, I want to show you something this morning on the Spirit-Led Life Part 2. And I trust that you will... Be able to discern the voice of the Spirit of God for yourself. Alright. We are going to look at how to hear from God. How to hear from God. Sweetly life, but two, how to hear from God. In Psalm 103 verse 7. The Bible says he made known his ways to Moses. That is his way of operation, his mode of action. The word is direct. His acts to the children of Israel. In other words, the people of, of, of Israel saw the miracles. Moses knew how God did the miracles. Are we together? All right. Now let's look at first Corinthians 12, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. Okay, listen to this. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now, literally, the word gifts is italicized in your Bible, which means it was not there in the original. So it's referring to spiritual manifestations or how God operates or manifests himself Through people. So how does God guide us? Number one, God guides us through his word. God guides us through his word. The word himself is a prophetic book. The word himself is a prophetic book. Do not forget that the word of God is a person. God guides us through his word. In Hebrews 4 verse 12, the Bible says, the word of God is quick, which means living and powerful and sharper than any joint sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is the designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's certainly what the word of God would do. See, if you want to be able to distinguish whether you're hearing from God or it's your flesh, you must give time to the Word of God. See, because the Word of God fine-tunes your spirit and refines your soul. The Word of God fine-tunes your spirit and refines your soul. Are we together? All right. In verse 13 of Hebrews 4, The Bible says, and there's no creature hidden from his sight. So the word of God is a person. Say, the word of God is a person. Say, Say the word of God is a person. Hallelujah. Amen. Is the call getting to you? The word of God is a person. Excellent. Excellent. And there's no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open the eyes of him to whom he must give account. Your attitude to God is your attitude to his word. The notes have been sent weeks before now. Spirit led life to becoming a prophetic people. All right. John 1.1. 1, 1. The Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. See, the word of God is a person. And the Bible says he was in the beginning with God. The Bible says the same was in the beginning with God. Or King James. See, it says the same was in the beginning with God. Then it says all things were made by him in verse 3. Then he says, and without him was not anything made that was made. So we see in verse 1, the word of God is God himself. In other words, we're going to say God and his word are one. God and his word are one. Two, it says the same was in the beginning with God. The word is eternal. Then he says in verse 3, all things were made by him. Then that means the word has creative power. Everything we see is a product of the word of God. Every created thing is a product of the word of God. Every created thing. So when I see the sun, the moon, the stars, it means that the word of God works today. That the word of God is real. Amen? Praise God. Say the word of God is a person. Yeah. And that tells you that whatever the Bible says. That's God talking to you. See, God speaks to us through his word. See that? God speaks to us through his word. Now, let me read you something here in 2 Peter 1, verse 16. And uh, I'm going to read it in the New King James. It says, For we did not follow cunning devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of His Majesty. For we received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to Him from the excellent glory, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with Him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed. It says, we have the prophetic word confirmed. Watch this. Which you do well to, to heed as a light that shines a dark place unto the day it dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, there are no prophecy of scripture, is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but the holy man of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So the Bible is God talking to me. We have the prophetic word confirmed. See? So, if I want to find out, okay, uh, uh, Lord, uh, is it okay to be blessed? Yeah, I can see it in the Word. It says, For you know the grace of the Lord, just because was rich, yet for a sake became poor, so that you three might become rich. Second Corinthians 8, verse 9. So, he has answered my question. He wants me to be rich. The Bible is God talking to me. So, that when he said the Bible... Is God talking to me? Acts 1.16 It says, "Men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus." Notice, men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled. Now you are the one who determines the scripture which will be fulfilled in your life see there so for instance in Matthew 8 16 to 17 now look at this this was even before he went to the cross so when when evening had come they brought to him many who were demon possessed and he cast out the spirits of the word and in all who were sick next then my fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses so the scripture had to be fulfilled now which scripture has to be fulfilled for me today this is the day the lord has made I shall rejoice and be glad in it See, for every question you have, God has an answer in his word. For every question you have, God has an answer in his word. So you need to have that understanding that, hey, God has an answer. Oh, uh, Lord, uh, what do I need to do? Uh, I need this. The answer is in the word. In 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 to 17. listen to what the bible says it says all scripture is given by expression of god and is profitable for doctrine see for reproof that's for rebuke for correction for instruction in righteousness that a man of god may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work so if i want to do my work well apostle I, 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 I don't have anyone to talk to me the word of god is there to instruct See, say the Bible is God talking to me. See, like if you say the Bible is God talking to me. Yes, the Bible is God talking to you. See, if you, let me read you something in Matthew 15, 7. Look at Jesus. It says, hypocrites, where did Isaiah prophesy about you? Saying, notice Isaiah wrote a long time ago and Jesus said, Isaiah is talking about his people. These people draw near to me with their mouth, and not me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they worship me, teaching us doctrines the commandments of men. So, I can look at the Bible and, and see myself in the scriptures. See, the Bible is God talking to you. In Luke 4, verse 16, let's read Luke four sixteen, and let's see something about Jesus here. About the Bible being God talking to you. It says, so he came to Nazareth. Where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And stood up to read. Watch this. And he was handed the book of Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Now, Jesus checked it out. He searched it and found the place where it was written. Verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now listen to this. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the minister or to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him because of the way he read it. He read it as though he was talking about it. Said, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me." Because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to grant liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to send that liberty those who are bruised, and to preach the assembly of the Lord. Wow. Wow. He's not reading as though he's talking about Isaiah, but about himself. So when the Bible says they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover, who is God talking to? When the Bible says no one from the gates which shall so prosper, who is God talking to? How do you read it? Look at something here. Verse 20, 21. And began to say, Today, this scripture is a field in your hearing. Did you hear that? that means when Jesus saw that scripture he saw it as himself so when you read the Bible who do you think God is talking to your wife shall be a fruitful vine that's me A maker it a barren woman to keep house do they call you barren that's you and it will be a joyful mother of children So, when you find the truth in the scripture, you say, Today is the scripture fulfilled in my hearing, or in your hearing, or in your sight? Going out is blessed. you coming is blessed. But this scripture is fulfilled in my life today. The Bible is God talking to you. Are we together? All right, number two. God guides us through our inward witness. The inward witness is an impression, a hunch, a knowing or an intuition. It is a perception of the Spirit concerning a future happening or a present reality. It is a perception of the speaker saying the future happening, or a pre- you just know you you can't you can't explain. just know, just know this is a this is the right thing to do. You just know it. Hallelujah! It's supernatural. You don't have the facts. You just know it. In Romans eight verse sixteen, the Bible says the Spirit Himself. Be as witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of Be as witness with our spirit. See ya? Yeah? Because the witness is the witness of the spirit. It's in your spirit. You see that? You just know. Okay, now you know there's a heaven. you have never seen a heaven. There's a witness. There's a knowing. There's a knowing. There's a knowing. And many of us are not paying attention to that knowing. See, many of us are not paying attention. And we just go about our business and you're like, no, 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 no. Just no, stay away from it. You just know that you should stay away. No voice. Remember many of you, when you got born again, you didn't hear a voice saying, now you're a child of God. You just knew you're now born again. It guides you by your inward witness. Now look at this. In Romans 9.1, Paul says, I tell the truth in Christ, I'm not lying. My conscience also bear me witness in the Holy Spirit. Now notice, it says the conscience is bear witness in the Holy Spirit. How many times have you tried to do something and you had a check? We call it a check. And you still did it anyway. See? You violated the lean of the Spirit of God. Let's look at Romans 2. From verse 12. Romans 2. 12. Now, I want you to pay attention to this witness. It says, For as many as have seen without the law, will also perish without the law. As many as have seen in the law, will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, watch this, by nature do the things in the law, these also not having the law are a law to themselves. It says, The Gentiles do not have the law. But they do the things contained in the law. Do you know in many cultures, sex before marriage is wrong? Are you aware of that? There's a time it was a shame to be married and you're not a virgin. They found out you're not a virgin. Some circles you're killed. See? They they didn't have the law, but they, they had this thing in themselves. That this thing is wrong, this thing is right. And many times, believers don't know that when you do things, listen to this and hear me well. When you do things and you violate the inward witness, even when nobody knows, your spiritual shine begins to die. You will know it in yourself. You will know it in yourself. And that's why as a Christian, I do not, for the most part, I do not violate the inward witness. If I sense it in my spirit, first of all, if the word of God says not to do it, I will not do it. See? Why would I not work pornography? Because number one, in Psalm 101, I believe verse 3, says I will set no wicked thing before me. So, I will not what pornography? Then number two, I will not violate the inward witness. See, you, you know the truth. See, if you just allow the word of God. You know, if I say, I want to know what is God's Just get the word of God. Stay in the word of God. It will settle a lot of things for you. In many ways, if you are violating the word of God, we can't really flow. You know, I'll be telling my wife close to me. I'll say, I don't know, man, I don't know. Does this thing not click between me and this person? It's because of the word of God. Because when you're violating the word of God, you're actually grieving the Holy Spirit. Because this word is the voice of the Holy Spirit captured in print. So when you're violating the word of God, you, you, you just feel, okay, remember something I learned from the Lord. Your attitude to the word of God is your attitude to God. All things are open for the eyes within what we have to do. See? So, you need to know that. And the next thing is your inward witness. Are you violating your inward witness? See, if you violate it long enough, you will not hear God anymore. There are people who don't hear God in everyday life. They don't hear God, they were walking the other day, robbed, walking again, robbed, walk, just robbing you like that. Are you a tighter? Yes, why are you always robbed because you can't hear you should be able to know, no, stop, wait, let those boys pass. Your inward witness. Are you following your inward witness? I did not know it was a mistake. No, you violated the inward witness. Because God created you for the perfections of Christ to be seen in your life. Really, apostle? Yes. First Peter 2 9. Amplified version, please. So, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own, purchased special people, that you may set for the wonderful deeds, watch this, and display the virtues and what, and perfection of him who called you out of darkness, his marvelous light, marvelous light. God wants people to see his virtues and his perfections in you. But are you violating the inward witness? There's someone say, I'm sorry, I did not know. I'm sorry, I didn't know, no. I, <laughs> Every time you say that, it's a shame. It's a reproach to the work of Christ in you. So, Apostle, how can you say that? It was just a mistake. Okay, we'll come to Romans 2. Give us Hebrews 8, 10 to 11. Listen to this. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord, I'll put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts. I'll be their God and they shall be my people. Next, none of them shall teach his neighbor And none is but as saying, "Know the Lord, for all shall know me from at least unto the greatest of them." In other words, boy, you just know what to do. I'm sorry, sir. Who moved it from here to there? I'm the one. Why did you move it? I did not know it was moved. I'm sorry, sir. When you're always apologizing, it shows you're a spiritual infant. Because God wants his perfections and his virtues to be seen in you. And that's why you need to train yourself. When there's a check, obey it. Apologize immediately. Confess it immediately. What are you doing? You're actually helping yourself to pick things quickly. You know, some people go somewhere and... um, they just enter one place. What are you doing here? Say, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought this was the place. Why would you come here? Please get out of here. So I did not know. And they just insulting me. I did not know. The inward witness would have checked as you're going. And you stay here. And someone else say, let's go in there. Say, I'm not going with you. I'll be check. Okay, let's ask this man. Because you check, 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 check. Say, so, uh, this is where so you don't go there. Really? Say, no, you don't go there. This is the place. See, did I not tell you? The church. But you keep on making the same mistake everywhere you go. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Because the day God told you not to eat, you did not eat. You you eat. See, God said, Don't eat, you eat. Now the power of that witness is weakened. It becomes more difficult to obey God next time. See, so it's difficult for you to always obey God. Why? Because you're always violating the witness. So the grace that empowers to obey is weakened in your life. Let me give you an instance with sin. Let's say a brother is struggling with pornography. Okay? Watch. He has prayed to stop it. So he picks his phone to check it. Then he drops it first as a first check. It's weakening the power, that grace to keep it from watching. Then he checks it. Then when he starts watching, he starts saying, "Oh God, please help me, help me to." He can't because you weakened the grace. You went to watch a movie and it, you you had a check. Don't watch it. Then you're like, and when if they reach any bad place, I will I will change it. And you're watching, then get to the bad place. Then you. You put it on. You put it on again. Oh God help me stop it. When you violated the first check the power to stop you was lost. So every time you have a check you obey it. Now inward witness that restraint the inward restraint obey it. Hello, young people here. And you, you're dating someone, and and you you want to kiss her, and there's a check. But you kiss her anyway. The next time it'll be easier to kiss her. Now you've broken the boundary of kissing. Before long, you fall into fornication. You've broken that boundary. Now there's no check to stop it. He's just saying, okay, if it's, if it's not the will of God, why, 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 why? I told him to to help me, and I'm still falling because you've been violating that. So when God tells you, or if I, this is a witness. This is not your you. This, you have to check. Stay with it. Are you following me? All right. Now let's look at Hebrews ten sixteen. So this is the covenant that I will make with them, after with them, after those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them. So in you know in you what is wrong. Nobody needs to tell you what is wrong. Apostle, Sir, I want to find out: is it wrong to masturbate? You know the truth. Is it right? Were you ever checked before you did it? Yes, it was already wrong and you're looking for justification.